What up, what up, everybody? My captains and captainess, it's your boy, Big Trip. Trevor from TBT, Hosea 4-6, one half of Hosea 4-6. My brilliant brother in Christ, the pastor himself, my pastor, Jamal Sapp. On behalf of us, we thank y'all so much, our audience, for just being a part of this podcast. Some of y'all have been with us since day one. We've had a lot of people contribute to the podcast financially, and we just like to take this time out to say thank you for that. You can still make those contributions. We are so grateful for them. Our goal is to do this full time. So we would love to do this. And that's going to take a lot of, you know, uh, groundwork, a lot of footwork, a lot of different things that we've got to do on our end, but we want y'all to play a part as well. Um, if there's anything that you want to hear us discuss, uh, please inbox us on Instagram. We're not on Snapchat. I was going to say Snapchat. We're not on Snapchat, but Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're on Twitter. And you can also hit us up on Gmail. So um, Instagram is TBT Hosea four, six. Uh, Facebook is Truth Be Told Hosea 4-6 Podcast. Our Gmail is tbthosea 46 at gmail.com. You can always hit us up on there. Uh, you can cash app us at money sign tbthosea 46. Again, that is tbthosea 46. Make sure you do include the cash, the money sign um, there as well. Uh, let me give you our PayPal. You can hit us up on PayPal at paypal.me forward slash TBT Hosea 46. Again, that is paypal.me forward slash TBT Hosea 46. So briefly, in other news, lots been going on. Joe Biden has chosen Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, how you pronounce her name, as her, his, I'm getting ready to call him or her, as his running mate for the 2020 presidential election against the incumbent president Donald J. Trump and vice president Mike Pence. So that will be something interesting to keep our eyes on in the upcoming debates and what's going to take place with mail-in ballots and coronavirus. But in other news, yeah, so that's what we got with that. But anyways, so I wanted to do a, um, Brief little something, something with you guys on asking apologists. And I thought no better person to have on this one would be my wife. Um, so briefly, I know people are going, you know, students in elementary school, high school, middle school, whatever. They're going back to school, certain areas. They already going back to school, uh, especially in the South. They normally go back before Labor Day. Um, but also colleges, uh, have gone back to school already. And some of them did have to transition back to being online because coronavirus and coronavirus outbreaks. But I wanted to keep in kind of par with that, uh, with going back to school and cater this podcast episode to people who are going to seminary. Or uh, maybe even just grad school, but I really want to concentrate on seminary um, and who are married. And so I have my wife on and we're going to talk about the challenges of a spouse in seminary. 
So, uh, Micah, say hello to the people. What's up? Hello. And tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, guys. So, um, I am married to the lovely minister, Trevor Delaney. Um, we have two beautiful children. Um, I actually uh, went to uh, VCU um, to receive my bachelor's of science in psychology and then also um, went on further to pursue a graduate degree at Liberty University and got my master's in marriage and family therapy. So um, yeah, and I'm from the 804 area, been here all my life. Um, and that's, that's, that's pretty much about me. And also guys, yes, I do run a ministry. How can I forget about that? <laughs> um, the Covered Woman um, is our ministry. Um, we cater to all women um, and just doing what God is calling me to do every day. Man, and uh, she is a very talented woman. I'm not saying that because she's my wife, but because she balances a whole lot of stuff and and uh, has done an awesome job of that and keeping us afloat during coronavirus. Mm. So uh, she's that, and she's very sexy. So okay, babe. <laughs> anyway, all right. So we um before kids came in the picture. You know, I met Micah in 2013 or 14. I think it was 20. I can't remember. It was either 2013 or 14 because we we dated a year and a half, like dated slash engaged a year and a half before we got married. But we were both in school. And so she was finishing up her bachelor's degree. She graduated in December. When did you graduate? 2014? Yeah. December. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was when we started dating. I think we started in the summertime. Mm-hmm. All right, so she was pursuing, she just finished VCU, and then I would finish up, and what, what year was it? 16, I think I finished up, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my godfather passed, I think, the same. Yeah, because we had the graduation and the funeral same day. Um, So we were both in school, so, but, it was fine because we didn't have kids. And then, so Micah went on to pursue her master's degree. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I finished and we both had a little bit of break time between degrees. So I went on to pursue my MDiv. And so Micah finished her mass. Is it a MA or MS? MA, right? She finished her MA in counseling, specializing in family therapy. And um, that's when we were pregnant with Kinsley, Uh our oldest daughter. So it was still just us. So it wasn't a big deal. But babe, do you want to, you want to start us off? Like when Kinsley came into the picture, now I'm, I'm in seminary. And I think when Kinsley was born, that may have been, Maybe my second year in seminary was the second year. Third year, because the following year you graduated with your MDiv, and Kinsley was was Leah born? No, Leah was born after I finished. Yeah, so okay, so it may have been like year and a half, two years. But tell us about 
let's let's first start here. I remember when I went to seminary, and I went to seminary in Liberty, and at that time it was Liberty Baptist Theological Seminary. Now it's Rawlins School of Divinity at Liberty University. I remember when I went to orientation on campus because I was going to campus for a while, and so they told us, and when we went to orientation, um, you know, how many of y'all are married? And it was only like five of us that raised our hand, and it was, you know, let's say like was it 60 some odd students there and so they spoke directly to us they said you know you're not only attending here by yourself your spouse comes with you and so they was like it doesn't mean they physically come but when you are going to seminary your spouse will go with you so if anybody you know has been to seminary you already know it is a lot of writing, a lot of writing, and it's a lot of reading. And I'm not saying it to intimidate people, but to those that are going, I want you to be prepared. And this is not just for married, you know, um, students who are going, but those that aren't that portion, but married students. It's a lot of adjustment. And so, Micah, tell us, you know, how you felt when I first started off, when it was just us two versus when you were pregnant and when Kinsley was born. Um, so I, I, I want to chime in and just basically say that when you first started, um, we were in a good place. We were, um, kind of doing both. I think we were both, um, doing our masters at the same time. So it was, um, we were constantly busy. Um, we knew how to work around basically getting our work done and knowing how to spend time together um, without any children. So we were able to balance all of that together um, and still be able to enjoy one another. Because um, as we know, seminary, master's work all together um, is very time consuming, um, not just seminary, but I know particularly for me, um, I wrote a lot of papers, took a lot of tests, read a lot of books. Um, so you're always consumed with, um, I mean, that's just anyone who's in school. You're always consumed, you know, school takes up your time. Um, but moving forward, as I became pregnant with Kinsley, it started to get a little challenging, Mm -hmm. um, because, and actually I was pregnant with Kinsley, um, yeah, you walked across was, the stage in five yeah, months. Yeah. I was I was pregnant with Kinsley, and I was finishing up, and that was challenging because I was in my first trimester of being, you know, pregnant. I was mm-hmm. tired. I was uh, didn't want to be bothered with. I just wanted to lay down and go to sleep all the time. Mm-hmm. And of course, this was the time, the prime time for me to really exceed and excel in my master's program. I had, you know, th- this was time where I had to read a lot. I had to do a lot of papers. I had to do tests. And at that point I was just kind of like, I'm ready to just be done because I was so tired. In mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really think it didn't really bother, bother our relationship because of course I was still in my first trimester of being pregnant mm-hmm. and um, you were doing your school and I was still trying to finish up mine. So um, again, that was still trying to, we were, we were balancing, we were at a good place. Now I can say moving forward after Kinsley was born and after I already had graduated, that's when it got challenging and difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what was? Um, 
Did you look? Did you when you were pregnant? Did you think about? All right, I'm pregnant and I've just finished, but he still has like a year and a half to go. It didn't really dawn on me. It didn't. It didn't dawn on me because the, I didn't have the child at the moment. You know, I guess we don't really know the circumstances until it really happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you know until, and that's you know what I'm thinking about too is like. I mean, it's another point, like you got kids and you go on to something, you're married, you have kids or your spouse is pregnant or, you know, if vice versa, you know, you already had the child. Now your husband has to take care of the kids while you're going to something. You know, that's a challenge in of itself. But, you know, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean, um, when, when Kinsley was born, um, that's when it hit hard for me, I believe, because mm-hmm. I, I, I felt like I wanted all three of us all together. I needed your full support. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew that you had to dedicate your time to school, to seminary. Mm-hmm. Your time wouldn't be on me and Kinsley, you know? Yeah. Um, you're, you were mainly writing papers. And um, of course, as you said before, seminary was something very extreme where, you know, you constantly, again, um, reading. Reading is always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, look at my look at my office papers. <laughs> um, I could remember there's weekend after weekend we couldn't go out because we were always cooped in the house and we would no 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 we yes. went out at, at nighttime though at nighttime y'all at nighttime it was probably what <laughs> six o'clock and it was ready it was ready to go to dinner and go to hey, bed it was it was so you know give a little context what my wife is saying is very true. So it would be like Thursday or Friday. We would, you know, look forward to the weekend. You know, what do you want to do? And uh, majority of the time, my response was, I have to write a paper. I have to write the paper. (laughs) (laughs) I look back on it and laugh now, but, you know, and I I think that, you know, even looking back on it, it was just like, maybe I should have been a little bit more, productive during the week but our circumstance is a little different because we both work full-time and we both put ourselves through school so that was a different dynamic because there was a lot of people i remember my classes and they're really online because i did have to transition back to being online because that commute from richmond to lynchburg was was taking a toll plus it was taking me away from work a little bit more than what i expected but you know even folks that you know how online is catered to working adults, you know, but majority of the time, a lot of people that were in my classes, they didn't work. So they were able to, I'm like, I'm reading their post or whatever they're saying. Like, yeah, I've already done my, my paper for the week. And I'm like, how in the world did you do that so early? But, and it would make me kind of, yeah, it would make me feel a certain way. Cause I was like, man, I would really love to have my weekends you know what I'm saying? I, besides being off work, but just to hang out with, with my wife and, you know, at that time, my wife and then when our daughter came in the picture, just to hang out with them. But Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. Um, you're, you were very, you know, your time was consumed with just school and you were always busy. And um, I mean, even to be transparent i suffered from postpartum depression mm-hmm. um, was very extreme at that time um and just not knowing how to raise a child or 
didn't know the um the extreme of how it was going to be when Kinsley was when Kinsley got here mm-hmm. um, you know when you know, you're you're figuring out you're figuring out how to be a parent yeah um, this is your first child and you mm-hmm. would, you would have the support from your husband but it I, you know I'm not shaming my husband because I know that he was in school and I knew at the time when we got pregnant right was what was going what was going to be you know he couldn't quit school he had to continue right so, um it was just a matter of trying to get through that that time truth be told Hosea 46 hosts would like to thank all of those who listen to this podcast with your continued support the hosts stay inspired and encouraged to continue doing this ministry if you are liking the content being put out, please consider donating to TBT Hosea 46 for more episodes to be recorded and released. To donate, you can make this contribution to TBT Hosea 46 Cash App or PayPal at paypal.me forward slash TBT Hosea 46. All right, so you're talking about a matter of getting through that time period. So let me let me ask you this. If you could do it differently, would you have wanted to wait to have kids <laughs> after I finished seminary? Like, if you were giving advice, and let's say, you know, Jane Doe and John Doe say, hey, you know, John's going to seminary, and, you know, we also want to have kids. You know, what would you tell them? I would say wait. You know, um, yeah. I, you know, I really want to be honest with you. We went back let's go back to the conversation we had when we seen everybody around us having kids mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm still in school. We should wait. And me on the yeah. other hand was like, no, nah, I want it now. I want it now. And, um, when they came, it was like, okay, your whole world is turned upside down now. And it's kind of like, you have to learn how to, um, basically all your time goes to your kids. You yeah, know? most definitely all about them now and um if i could go back i would have waited mm-hmm. i would have um just been patient and allowed my husband to get through seminary and finish school um as well as myself to be able to then still maybe even have more time for us because i feel like we were still in the process of learning one another yeah, yeah. you know um you're if you're very early in your marriage i i recommend you guys to still um, maybe even try to focus on you yourself, your marriage before even, you know, mm-hmm. diving into something so deep, you know, seminary school, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. having kids because it, it's definitely a test. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So we know that, you know, seminary, it will, it will pull a spouse away, but not two away. And, I, I want to focus on, and I'm not saying it's bad, bad, but just kind of like the, you know, this is, this is the storm. You know, we, we see the end of, we see the end goal, but you know, you got to get through this storm to get to that, that promise shore right there of obtaining that MDiv or uh, uh, Matt's master of theology, master of arts and theological studies or, or Mar master of arts and religious studies. Um, would you say our marriage went through? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, because there were times, like you say, we would go back, you know, I typically, if you look at it, most relationships, um, typically they go on dates, they spend more time, um, studies show 
mainly Fridays, Saturdays are the hot days. And, you know, you and I worked Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, if I can remember back, I think when I first started, when we first married, we got married, I was working on the weekends, but then I transitioned to another job. But, um, you know, the weekends were, I looked forward to the weekends for it just being us. And mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. to learn to sacrifice and say, I understand while you were able to focus on your schoolwork Fridays and Saturdays, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, Um, and that was difficult because, you know, you wanted to hang out, you wanted to go out to eat, you wanted to go to the movies, you wanted to go take trips on the weekends, maybe. Um, I mean, even to a point where when we got married, we had to sacrifice and do our work early because we we were going on a honeymoon. You remember that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Had to, uh, let's see, turn in a couple weeks of work. Mm-hmm. I had to message my professors at the time and say, hey, I'm getting married. Be going out of the country for a week. We're turning some work. Excuse me, Lord have mercy. I'm turning in some work um, a couple weeks early. But, um, yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. So, you know, and this is this is not to scare anybody that's going to send me to frighten you off. This is just, this is what to expect. I'll say this too, that even, even my health took a toll mm. during this period. When I was in seminary, I was, I was, you know, put on medication for GERD, which is a bad acid reflux, high blood pressure. Um, just dealing with the stress of, you know, turning in schoolwork. Um you know, and that's just to me. That's a minor case compared to what other stories I've heard. Like people literally had to drop out of seminary because of some seriously, you know, you know, stress that caused some type of illness, and so you had to learn to deal with that on top of balancing family responsibilities, working. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot. I mean, I would come home. Um, you know, we would we would get Kinsley together, and then. You know, make sure she's in the bed. And I would be in the office from, you know, seven. What time would we put her to bed? About seven, eight at that time period. Um, yeah, I mean, and she was young. So at that point, I mean. She was going down whenever. When she was going down whenever. I mean, and to be transparent, there'd be times where I knew that you had to come home and you had to immediately, you would get off at four or five o'clock and you had to immediately hit the books. So, you know, I may have been at home with Kinsley and usually I, I I typically work from home or I work out in the field. So sometimes I would keep Kinsley. If I was working from home, I would keep Kinsley here during mm-hmm. the day. And I would be exhausted doing work and keeping up with Kinsley throughout the day. And when I came home, I expected my husband to have been help and step in. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, sometimes that wasn't the case. You know, he had to immediately transition from working at his job to now going to work and deal with his school. So. Yeah. There were times I remember it would be straight home from work, like especially Thursday nights when I was, and I look back on it now, I shouldn't have took and taken that many classes, but I was loaded at a particular time because I wanted to hurry up and finish. Um, let's see, I would get home about maybe seven or five. I mean, get home five and then go into the office at seven, but I wouldn't go to bed until like two, three o'clock in the morning. I had to turn around, and be up for work by seven thirty. 
Mm-hmm. You know, particularly on Thursday nights when um, I had several different discussion boards to do. And, you know, you're writing, almost writing papers for discussion boards. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in your master's program. But, you know, it took me away from family time. You know, my thought process was I'm just in the other room, so it's not bad. I'm still around. But my, I didn't consider my wife at that time and how much she needed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we even sacrificed too. Um, church, you know, I, I, you know, when we went to St. Paul's, we even um, had Bible studies on Thursdays, and there were times where we just completely could not could go anymore because of the fact that mm-hmm. school came in the picture. Man, it was all about school. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of stuff. I say too, a lot of stuff. I had to um, cut a lot of priorities. I had to cut extracurricular stuff. Had to get cut because seminary was the main focus, you know. And so, a lot of what we were doing on the weekend, hanging out together, going out, traveling, you know, that had to be on pause um, because I had a lot of written assignments do and, and other things. Uh, so let's, let's, let's progress to the light. You know, what are some, what are some positive things that you, you know, this experience has taught you? Patience. Mm-hmm. Um, structure. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely structure. Structure is needed um, in my life. I can say, and I definitely encourage it for your, anyone out there who is married, a mom, um, in school, you, you need structure in your life. Um, and that means if, you know, I'm a type of person that I like to write down a list on the things that needs to be done, scheduling as far as what time to eat, what time mm-hmm. to put the kids mm-hmm. in bed. You know, if you don't have structure, your life is going to definitely be chaotic. Mm-hmm. And um, structure for me um, incorporates time not just for me, but also my husband, time with my kids, mm-hmm. um, so that we're able to be on the same page and that um, things can go smoothly day in and day out. You know, we have structure for the kids that they typically go down by eight thirty, nine o'clock at night so that mm-hmm. me and my husband can have time together. Because um, although we when we pick them up, <laughs> You know, it's go time. It's trying to get them um, get them situated. It's mm-hmm. basically um, getting them baths, getting them fed, um, and and then it's down for them. So um, I would say structure definitely, and it teaches me. It taught me patience. You know, you mm-hmm. gotta have patience, mm-hmm. um, and it is a test. Um, you know, it's not gonna be easy. Um, it is a reward at the end because once my husband finished, it was definitely um, good to be able to spend time with him on the weekends and uh-huh. to have our date nights back and not to even focus on, you know, worry about a, a discussion board or reading a book or having to turn in a paper. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of hoping you would say that, man, he learned so much. He was telling me all of this stuff and, and you know, but that's something too. I mean, you know, be your spouse's student because they're they're learning a lot and they're going to be so eager to tell you what they learn Mm -hmm. you know and so in regards that you both go 
um, not only will you experience what what Micah's talking about, but you know you experience um, things that he or she may learn uh, when taking their classes. And so just be encouraging in that regard. Uh, let them know that they're, what they're doing is not in vain, you know, that, that God has called them to this, this venue, this avenue in life of scholastics, academics. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just wanted to, to drop this off and just, you know, encourage you about those who may be going to school, um, you know, whether in a master's program or whatever master's program or you go into seminary and you're married, it's, it's different when you're single, you know, you, you don't have nobody to answer to, but when you're married, you need to include your spouse on those decisions. And seminary is a very important decision um, that, you know, you, you should include your spouse about. Is there anything else you would like to say, uh, Micah, about uh, your experience as a wife um, in a sem- want, to a seminarian. One more thing just to add is to be your husband and your wife's cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let them know that you have their back um, 100% no matter what. You know, y'all are in this together. Um, don't give up if you guys decide to take this route. Just understand it again that it's, it's, it's going to be challenging, but you can get through it. And again, just make sure that you incorporate some type of structure and balance. And um, again, cheer for each other um, and let them know that um, you're rooting for them through this journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, and like you said before, structure. So whoever's in school, you know, make sure you have a plan devised and you communicate that to your spouse and, and learn to take any type of feedback from that um, because you still have to cater to your marriage. You know, seminary does not replace your marriage. You know, it's still in the lineup, but marriage is priority over seminary. So you need to include your husband or your spouse in that decision-making Um whatever plan you come up with. Let me say that. So, you know, you let them know, Hey, I have this due on this day. You know, I can, I can, you know, manage to squeeze in some time, you know, Saturday and and things of that nature. And when you don't have work due, man, take full advantage of that and um, soak up the time and soak up the opportunity to spend with your wife or your husband, your children, um, because those moments you, you, you can't get back, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's etched in our historical memory bank, mm-hmm. if I can use that. But yeah, so just everybody that's preparing to go to school, we wish you the best. Stay safe. Uh, Mike, anything, you got anything else? No, it was great talking with you. Absolutely. Most definitely. We got to do it again. I enjoy it. Enjoy it. But Stay focused. It's a journey. It's an uphill, you know, quite a journey. You'll be challenged, stretched. But most importantly, those who are married, remember your marriage. All right. Uh-oh. That wasn't supposed to happen. Anyway, listen, TBT Hosea 4-6, we love you. Thank you for joining us on this special edition of Asking Apologists. We love you. Peace.